What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haber Better Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Sherry's Berries, John. Just go to berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Go to the microphone, top right corner, promo code HAM. And it's brought to you by Untuck It. Untuckit.com. When you check out, promo code HAM, 20% off. And Hair Club. Hairclub.com slash HAM. Go sign up today. Now to the seg. Mint. Mayock. Love, love a good... I, I always say, like, press conferences, I don't put a lot of stock in them, but I just... I like when you can explain why you take guys, especially guys that people haven't heard of. Um, and I, you know, you do come away thinking like if Gruden lets him do his thing, there, there are reasons, even though there was a value question about their first round picks, um, there are reasons to have faith in, in Mike Mayock. But like you were talking about, and he made it very clear, there was a common thread between all the guys they drafted. Like one thing you'll say is from a personality type, him and Gruden like the same types of guys, Right. Or they've had a specific emphasis on this draft. Because I would say Gruden typically is a little more Al Davis, Brett Veach, Andy Reid. Character's not a big issue with them. But I think they had a specific, like, because uh, they did just add Antonio Brown this offseason. And right. Trent Brown that has some questions. But so, I don't mean you can never have those guys, but I think Gruden does value, like when I think about all his quarterback camp, like I think he values guys that are the leaders. Yeah. Right. But but my thing would be, it wouldn't shock me if they take, like, uh, the Frank Clark guy in the next... Like, th- yeah, this I'm draft... Not, but I'm not saying that... Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he's just, like, doesn't... doesn't Isn't open-minded about red flag guys. I'm just saying like, he I, loves guy, captains and leaders. and Like, I just I, think about him with the quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I think Mayock, like when more. it came to picking his own players, values that more to his core than Gruden will big picture. I don't think that's like an ethos to Gruden because Gruden to me is talent first where Mayock, when it comes to team building, values the captain shit a little more. Just in Gruden's history of not giving a fuck about character. But I think he needs guys that'll listen to him. Well, I, like, that's what I think. I, I think Mayock coming in and kind of talking about that has helped. Like if Gruden was just by himself, does he draft all these guys? I don't know. 
Yeah, I do have a little more faith in this draft because Mayock was a part of it. Yeah, I agree, would agree. Like, now, the one thing I keep getting back to, and we talked about this on Friday, and it's hard because you listen to Mayock talk and you realize, like, his draft board or his top, you know, 50 players or whatever he would have done, Cleland Farrell probably wouldn't have been in the top five. Hell, might not have been in the top ten. But he is he's always been specific about this. I'm doing this for the league, not necessarily an individual team. So when I'm talking about an individual team, it is different. So he's in, he's outstanding in a press conference. Like you watching him, you go, if I was his television exec, like this is he's the ultimate because he's serious about it, but he's got some personality, but he can really articulate it, but not in an over the top way. Like he is he's a pretty special verbalizer of football. Would you agree with that? Of yeah. players? Yep. And of it's, team situations. Like, I think that's where his... I thought val- his press conference was elite. It was great, and I think I loved watching it. And part of the reason I watched it is because I saw you tweet how good it was. Um, I do think when it comes to value, and this is where he mentioned, you know, the pressure of, I said, let's trade back 10 spots. Our guy will still be there. And Gruden's, and he said, and Gruden's looking at me. Gruden wants to trade up for the guy. Like, he gave us some good insight on Gruden. He's like, yeah, Gruden does want to trade up for the guy just to get his guy. So it does sound like, A, Gruden listened to him, and B, he is balancing John in that way. But he's like, then the court, the coach is staring at you, and you know, like, my guy better, that guy better, his guy better be there. And and Mike's open, like, that's, tech, that's his boss is looking at him, yeah, right? Yeah, but he's also saying... I think this is where the years of the draft stuff, understanding who is on everybody else's roster comes into play, right? How do you know that? Well, part of it is you talk to people. Part of it is just knowing what other teams need. John, trust me, they're not taking the wide receiver you want, or they're not taking the cornerback. I would say this. In my lifetime of watching media guys that are just pretty tunnel vision, that you go like, that have probably dreamed of being a GM one day, of non like DJ or Lewis who have worked in the league before they became a media guy, Mike might have been the only one that realistically could have pulled this off in probably any sport. Like truly just made a transition and it'd be really well, seamless. No, he's not a media guy, but you know what I'm beginning to wonder is like, does John Elway know how to find a quarterback? I do think there are some similarities to Drew Locke and Derek Carr coming out of high, coming out of college. Well, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying Drew Locke's good or bad. I'm just saying I am starting to wonder like how, how many years until they're like they're changing coaches and they're changing quarterbacks and we go okay at some point did was all that early success not an indication of what was about to come for the next two decades? That's all. That's a, that's a different time. I, I do think I do think they had a pretty good draft though the Broncos. I, I, Okay, I'm just saying, like, how many years can you be changing quarterbacks year after year after year before we go, wait a second, maybe do you know how to find a quarterback? I'll I'll say this, and again, I'm a little more of a John Elway truther, that I think the way we talk about Ozzie Newsom as arguably the greatest, one of the greatest GMs ever, I mean, there's a chance, guy, he might go into the Hall of Fame again as an executive. I heard someone talking about that. Do you know that uh, people have talked about it, like he deserves it, like his career? I didn't know that could happen. Yeah, I mean, he already sits up there. Like, I don't even know if he'd want to do that. But you know that he's still like he plays a big, pretty big role. They're like, uh, I guess Eric DeCosta was asked about at the press conference, like, what does Ozzy do? And he's like, oh, whatever he wants. But he he obviously loves evaluating the guy. So he's like their number one consultant. Like, he still has an office. Still comes there and work out. 
as I think Biscotti said last year, he's going to be the highest paid scout in NFL history. Like he's making like probably like two million lifetime contract that pays him one point five a year for the rest of his life to just kind of be help them out. So he's making more than Grigson. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. Is he in Seattle? Grigson's just like yeah, consultant or whatever. There. Um, but anyway, like I back to Mayock. I'm with uh, you. Back to your original point, which is what started this. Yeah, he he's as good as a transition, and I do think what I took away from that press conference is John Gruden listened to him when it came to val. Like he, one of the things he has to hammer home with Gruden is not just the scouting element, but the value element, and maybe he earned some credit by telling John, your guy will be there, and then the guy is there, and then you hope that next year when you got two first, John is willing to listen to him a little more. Like, part of this is over time, Mac is proving to Gruden, when I talk about value you, John, you can trust me that I know what we're talking about. Yeah. And and that's where it's now established with, if you're a Raider fan, you watch that press conference, and I've been saying it forever, John Gruden either doesn't know or doesn't care, and I think it's a combo of them both. Probably more just doesn't give a fuck. Which is fine as long as you listen to your general manager. Now, in a perfect world, would I like, like, you know who knows about that? Let's even throw Belichick. Obviously, he's the, like, Andy gets that. Pete gets that. I mean, a lot of the smart coaches get that. And I think that's, like, Gruden, if I'm paying you $10 million, I would like you to have some understanding because you... I think this kind of hits home when you're watching the draft. You go, God damn, the draft's a huge part of the NFL. Like, it's kind of the lifeblood of just the sport. So if my coach – now, coaching is not picking players necessarily. But if I'm paying a guy $10 million, I would like for him to be like, you know, he's got a pretty good feel for this. And I don't think Gruden will ever give a fuck. Ever yeah. give a shit at all, guy. I, I think you want to be – like, if, if, if John, if, if you're uh... – if you're the GM and I'm the coach and I'm Gruden, you want to be able to say to me, okay, I know you want this player 10 spots earlier than we're sitting right now, but how much better do you think he is than the next guy? I, the next guy we can get is this guy. Is he just a little bit better or way better? That's my question. Does Gruden go, Does I, that's the guy I want? Or does he say, yeah, all right, Mike, you're right. He's only a little bit better and that's not worth 10 spots. Well, and see, and I, and I don't mind placating the coach later in the draft, like Hunter Renfro, who looked... As Dabo said, you can never judge a book by its cover. Because on our team, this guy, what? And he, I mean, you remember go the catch back. He made in the Senior Bowl. Do you remember three years ago when they first won their national championship? Minka was a sophomore. Hunter Renfro fucking worked his ass, and then he they just gave him a scholarship, former walk on. I guess he had won this award. It's only been out for like ten years of the best player in college football that was originally a walk on. You know, it's a pretty good list, actually. Like, Baker Mayfield. Like, you look at the names. Like, a lot of them are in the NFL. But, like, that that would be a type of guy, Gruden. Like, I got no problem being aggressive in the fifth round or whatever. But to me, like, even next year, John, you're going to have two first-round picks. There is a balance of knowing when we can get a guy and what we have to use him. Because, again, when we judge first-rounders, you're stuck with that guy at minimum for four years. So it's, it's essential that you get it right. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 